Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to 15 Minutes with Lincoln. I am one of your two hosts, Timothy Robert Dunn, a common man in Chicago. And I am your other host, Abraham Lincoln, formerly 16th President of the United States, and now professional comedy writer. Uh, this is a political podcast uh, featuring the perspectives of myself, a modern millennial, and those of Abe, uh, one of our great presidents. Abe, I'm not going to ask you how you're doing today, just because we need to hit the ground running with this episode. Absolutely. Yeah. So I just want to, for any new listeners, I really, I got to go through a little bit of exposition here. Um, you and I started out this podcast. I took a tour of the Lincoln home. Uh, I got lost on a, t- on a tour. You and I got cosmically linked for the past like five years or whatever. We've been like covering the news and like different things have happened. I did improv on OnlyFans. I think I briefly married a North Korean spy. Um, you went through some like weight loss and weight gain stuff. That all, none of that matters anymore. About um, six months ago, I got a notice for um, a staff writer position at uh, Mike Huckabee's uh, late night comedy show on Trinity Broadcasting Network. Uh, just, just titled Huckabee. Um, I applied for it. You also applied for it. You know, at the time, I didn't agree with Governor Huckabee's politics, but I wanted a WGA card because, you know, I, I have a background in comedy, and it, it seemed like an opportunity for me. I didn't know at the time. You guys don't even um, – you're not even part of the Writers Guild. We don't need a union, Timothy. We have plenty of benefits. We're really lucky to have a job as it is. So right. why why are we going to make it harder on our on the job creators, you know? So for the past okay, for the past 6 months we have gone kind of back and forth, really still trying to cover politics, but covering a lot of you being a writer. <laughs> you being a new a new writer in the room, kind of learning the business of uh, being a staff writer on one of these late night shows. Um and <laughs> The past few weeks, you have been pitching me monologue jokes in the intro, and you and I decided to take one episode to kind of just exercise this demon, and where we'd both write some monologue jokes, Um, and what we decided beforehand is that we'd give each other each two setups, uh, and then we would write our monologue jokes, and then kind of go back and forth and critique each other, and kind of, or or, you know, um, congratulate each other, depending on how it goes, and... (laughs) And just kind of dig into the craft of writing topical monologue jokes. Do I have everything right or did I leave anything out? Well, my understanding is that um, this actually bridges both of our interests, politics and you really, you know, like comedy. And I don't think there's really a better way to cover the spectacle that is modern politics with, you know, other than a comedic lens. So here we are and we're ready to go. Uh, well, Abe, I, I had a great time writing uh, my jokes. Um, do you want to go first or should I? You should go first, Timothy. Okay, sounds good. So, uh, to get started, I will uh, just inform the audience of uh, my setups that you gave me. First setup was, next week we'll bring a big solar spectacle to the sky, the rare ring of fire eclipse. That's setup number one. Setup number two. <clears throat> Democrats are six months into their control of both Congress and the White House, and Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, Democrat New York, is queuing up floor votes that will all almost certainly not pass. Those are my two. Uh, One, nice and compact. One, a little longer, a little bit more uh, political, more topical. So, Abe, let's start out with this Ring of Fire one. Here's what I got. Next week, we'll bring a big solar spectacle to the sky. 
the rare Ring of Fire Eclipse. The eclipse will only be visible in Canada and the United States, and both countries currently have travel bans in place, which is a disappointment for astronomy fans, but a win for spouses of astronomy fans. Oh, excellent, Timothy. You see what I did there? I do see what you did there, because astronomy <laughs> fans are kind of dirty, and, and they're, they're men. I see. That's a good point of view, as we say in the business. Right. I probably yeah. I probably would have taken it in a little more uh, pointed direction. You know, oh, use, hit me, man. Yeah. Well, you think you have to use the opportunity to speak truth to power. So I would say uh, next week we'll bring a big solar spectacle to the sky, the rare Ring of Fire eclipse. Of course, Greta Thunberg says the ring wouldn't even be on fire if we stopped eating hamburgers and driving SUVs. Interesting. I um, I didn't read a lot of like politics into that. It was just like a simple. Like science setup, so I probably I probably wouldn't have gone that angle. That seems like a solid angle for Huckabee, though. So yeah, that that joke um, that's a surefire way to get into the bathroom this week. For the new listeners, he makes you pitch a monologue joke if you want to use the um, bathroom in the building. Yeah, for new listeners, is is Huckabee still eating everyone's lunches in front of them? Well, uh, a little bit. Less, because, as you know, he got rid of the fridge, so we don't have a fridge, so people don't really bring their lunches. Occasionally, well, before every recording, he'll uh, cater a a meal, and he gets to eat first, and Uh then then his sons, and then his daughters, and then we can go through after that. Um, Right. So, by the time we get there, you know, there's usually, like, some lettuce or some warm um, cheese that's been picked off of a sandwich or... um, Yeah. You know, so anyway. Yeah, anyway. Um, it's funny just thinking about our two different voices because, like, I kind of thought of these as, like, I guess I approached them from the voice of, like, Weekend Update. Like, I could picture, like, Amy Poehler in her tenure saying the joke I did, but it seems like your voice is pretty strongly Huckabee at this point, right? That's the boss, man. <laughs> the great Governor Mike Huckabee. Do you feel like you're bringing some some Abe voice to it, or is it like you've learned how to do Huckabee? I've always been Huckabee. I am Huckabee. And Huckabee, my voice is Huckabee. Well, no, you're, voice. I mean, you're Abe. You're Abe. Well, I'm, I'm a writer for the Huckabee show, so. Let's just do the second one. Um, <clears throat> okay, second, uh, second topical monologue joke. Democrats are six months into their control of both Congress and the White House, and Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer is queuing up floor votes that will all almost certainly not pass. Democrats plan to campaign on these difficult votes for Republicans, which will definitely persuade your aunt that posts articles about Joe Biden drinking baby blood. Yeah, okay. I Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, you see where I was going with that one. I don't like it quite as much as the astronomy one. The whole thing is just kind of wordy. Um, but that was, uh, the angle I went with that because, it, you know, the setup is all about the futility of what Democrats are doing is like, well, it's not going to matter with how insane, you know, most Trump supporters still are. Yeah. I, I see where you're coming from, Timothy. Yeah. Uh, I get that. Yeah. Wordy is not a problem for the Huck because it just makes sure that we can fulfill the rule number one of Huckabee comedy, which is the. Camera's got to stay on Huckabee is the whole time. You know, it's funny you mention that because I've noticed that sometimes Huckabee will do three, four sentences of setup before he gets to that punch. Yeah, well, he's got to deliver the news in an unbiased way. 
All right, so here's what I said. Democrats are six months in their control of both Congress and the White House, and Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer is queuing up floor votes that will all almost certainly not pass. When asked if this governing strategy had a name, Schumer said it's called Too Big and Fail. That's clever. I'll give you, yeah, I'll give you that one, man. That's not bad. I was, I had the same thinking. I was like looking back at Joe Biden's slogans of like a way to work in like, this is not what we promised you. So I get where you're coming from with that. Parallel thinking. It happens throughout the business, you know? Yeah, sure. A lot of times we'll see the same jokes on the Huckabee show as we see on like, you know, (laughs) like Jimmy Fallon or uh, the other, the other shows. Well, yeah, I mean, not quite, but yeah, well, I get what you're... Well, what happens is, you know, we record once a week, and that's really hard to record once a week. And sometimes, you know, we write all these jokes, and then, you know, Huckabee's up there in front of the audience, and sometimes he'll do a, he'll do a joke where we're like, oh, where did he get that joke from? We didn't write that. We didn't have that in the list. And then Huckabee, I guess he just pulled it out of thin air. And then later on, we'll get an email, we'll find out that, like, oh, well, like, Stephen Colbert did that joke, like, Tuesday of the week, or, like, you know, James Corden did it, like, Wednesday or something. Right. And... Uh, you know, the line producers like kind of brought up to Huck, like, hey, did you hear this? Like, what do you think is going on? And Huck said, I don't have any idea. Um, couldn't tell you. So. Sure. Maybe, yeah, you know, maybe take a look on Twitter, too, because sometimes you can find, like. Yeah, well, one time I did, we did those, the Huck, we had, like, a big laugh, got a big laugh in an interview. He, he had an interview, and it was kind of like, um. He, he kind of was shuffling the cards with the questions. He kind of lost his place in the cards. So they got he he went. He made a great little quip about going to um, uh, the grocery, and then we saw later on that Steve Martin actually had tweeted that like like three weeks before, right? And I thought that was great. Yeah, that's that's tough. You should yeah you should keep an eye on that. Yeah, well Huckabee, he's the boss. Hey, so here are the two setups you gave me, and okay, you know. It's funny you thought you didn't think that the Eclipse one was going to be political because you gave me political setups here, Timothy. So here it is. This week, Joe Biden announced a new vaccine advertising campaign that will provide every vaccinated American over 21 with a free beer, courtesy of Anheuser-Busch. Setup's a little short, but I, you know, I understand. Here's my, here's our. That's not that short, but okay. Okay. All right. Well, here's our uh, punch for the Huckabee show. Well, newsflash, Sleepy Joe, you've been president for six months. So we've all already had plenty of beer. Okay. Uh, yeah, so the, the idea there is that most people in America are binge drinking. <laughs> to get through to, this, to get through this horrible Biden time presidency. in America, yeah. Gotcha. That doesn't quite... Okay, that doesn't quite ring true just with me for some reason. Um... I would have maybe gone with, like, I would have maybe picked, like, the grossest Anheuser-Busch. Well, what did you write for it? Didn't you write a joke for that? Um, I would have maybe gone, like, uh, the bad news is uh, the Anheuser-Busch. Uh, uh, oh, God, I don't know. I, no, I didn't write jokes for this. I only write jo- wrote jokes for the two you sent me. <laughs> but I would have gone, like, found the grossest beer that Anheuser-Busch makes and said, like, but thanks to Mitch McConnell, it'll only be this, you know, like something Limerita or something like that, you know. Oh, so like the joke being that like the Republicans are always kind of hamstringing the Democrats' budget or, 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 or agenda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that, you know, just something a little more. I don't you know, we both have our own voices. Yeah. 
Well, here's the other setup you provided for me, and I guess you did yeah. write a joke, so we can't really compare what your joke would have been for this. Well, uh, no, I can give you a sense of it, though. Oh, okay. A sense of it's good. On Thursday, Laura Trump downplayed conspiracies that her father-in-law, President Trump, will soon be reinstated, saying, as far as I know, there are no plans for Donald Trump to be in the White House in August. Of course, since the plans are for Donald Trump to be in the White House in January of 2025. Right, and that's that's the type of joke that we get like a ton of applause at the Huckabee Show, right? Well, laughs and applause, because we flip that sign on that says laughs right. and applause, and then we get laughs, we get applause, and then it gives Huckabee a chance to catch his breath, because he's always having trouble <gasps> like breathing because yeah. he stands so much in the show. You might so, even get like a USA, you know, in response to that one. So it might, yeah, it, it very well could. I would have maybe gone with like on Thursday, Laura Trump downplayed conspiracy theories that her father-in-law, President Trump, will soon be reinstated, saying, "As far as I know, there are no plans for Donald Trump to be in the White House in August." Um, Laura Trump went on to say, "Unless the White House decides to enter the chicken sandwich wars, something like that." Oh, okay, yes, because of. Uh He's a blue-collar billionaire. He eats well, the sure, same he food. Eats trash. He's disgusting. Yeah. Well, I don't know. But do you think most Americans eat trash because he eats the way that most Americans yeah. do? Oh, sorry, I cut you off there. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, you said it, Timothy, in your coastal bubble, I suppose. Well, Tim, I'm a little disappointed because I thought this whole episode was going to be nothing but monologue jokes. So I brought my whole list of jokes. Wait, what? I thought we promised the listeners we were going to do an episode of nothing but monologue jokes. Is that what we did? I thought we did, yeah. I um, I may have forgotten that or somewhere in the... E- uh, you know what it is? Uh, PlayStation Plus dropped Star Wars Squadron uh, for free. And I've just been like in the X-Wing cockpit, just like shooting down TIE fighters and TIE bombers for like the past week. Yeah, yeah, that happens to a lot of... Uh, yeah. 36-year-olds, yeah. Yeah, well, I understand. You but gotta... hit, me with these, hit me with these jokes. Are these going to end up on the show? No, I don't want to hit you with that. I, I just thought no, that... No, 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 come on, were... hit me. Let's rapid fire these things. I'll give you some feedback. Well, I, you know, the only feedback that really matters is, uh, yes, you can use the bathroom. So, I mean, that's really ultimately why you have these. <laughs> right, right, yeah. All right, well, here we go. I have, um, let's see, how many do I have here? Okay, I have 15, which is good for the week because I probably try to use the bathroom like three times, you know, every... I'm at the studio 20 hours a day, yep. so i got to use the bathroom. Okay. And are these like you already wrote 30 or 60, and these are the best of the best? No. Oh, well, these are just the raw ones. Okay, cool. Let's do it. All right. A new poll showed that 40... Again, I thought we had to have all of these for the whole episode. <laughs> okay, I'm going to roll through these. A new poll showed that 48% of Chicagoans approve of Mayor Lori Lightfoot's performance. The poll results come as a shock to many, as most never knew Chicago had that many criminals. Okay, I, yeah, I don't... Let's, let's just keep rolling through these. Two Iranian naval ships may be headed to the Americas. In response, Vice President Kamala Harris pledged America will meet these destroyers with the full force of American critical race theory. See what you did there. Let's do like three in a Speaking row. Speaking of, a video of a father and daughter speaking out against critical race theory went viral this week. And then aside, we'll see how long before it's taken down, of course. In the video, the father says the children don't see race until they are taught to do so. Now, I don't know about you folks, but I happen to agree with the father. The children shouldn't be taught I before E except after C, unless, of course, E was I's former oppressor. In that case, it would be a microaggression against C. 
That was like that's that's a long way to walk for that one, buddy. Um, do you well, think Alchemy doesn't really walk? I mean, most of the time in the studio is like a motorized like little golf cart. Do you think he has the verbal dexterity for that one? He's an amazing performer. Okay, hit me with the next one. All right, these next. Uh, all right, well, these next f- uh, four, uh, next three or four, are all about like, um, I guess sports. I have like a, okay. we do like a little sports rundown. Just yeah. in case what you're going to do like um, like a sports desk piece. Like this week in sports. Oh. Cool, okay. I like it. Well, this this first one's not even sports, but the next that's, will be. That's like a good, I think that's, uh, I would I would maybe check in on those jokes as a viewer. That's, it's a, you know, it's, everybody likes sports. All right, well, Dwayne The Rock Johnson said this week he raises small fish as a way to decompress. Talk about shooting steroids in a barrel. Just kidding. The fish are actually in a small pond, and some of them could weigh as much as eight pounds, or however much Kevin Hart weighs. You know, it's a good yeah. joke when you gotta say "just kidding." You know that really right. helps. Yeah, but, the audience likes "just kidding." But Huckabee, it helps Huckabee know that, like, oh, this was a joke. All right, here's where it gets really heavy into sports. Okay, hit the, me. The broad James, of course, through the Huckabee lens, LeBron James faces an elimination. LeBron James faces an elimination game tonight as his Los Angeles Lakers take on the Phoenix Suns. When asked why his team was in a 3-2 game deficit, James blamed the police, racism, Fox News, and everyone but himself. Just saying, Michael Jordan never lost in the first round. Oh, is that it? That was the joke, yeah. But now now I get to the heavy sports. Did he actually say that? Like, is the setup true? What setup? The LeBron James one? Well, the setup is true. He's down three games to two. Right, but is it that he said the Fox News thing and all the other stuff? No, that was the, the punchline. He blamed everyone but himself for why his team was so losing. Because it sounds like setup. Otherwise, you're just, you know, well, it'll you're sound just better. lying about what LeBron James said. Yeah, well, I think when you... Well, all these jokes are kind of lies. Like, your jokes were a lie. Like... You know, like Mitch McConnell wasn't actually going to make like the board, like Limeritas. Yeah, I know. Get sent but out that's to everybody. In the, that's in the punchline. Well, this was in the punchline, Timothy. It's just like it'll be clear when like a great performer such as Mike okay. Huckabee reads it out. All right. I don't know how you don't think that was the punchline. I just have multiple punchlines that I had the double punchline and then the walkout, which is just saying Michael Jordan never lost the first round because you know, Huckabee likes to talk it out. All right, let's get to the last sports joke here. All right, hit me. The Cleveland Indians have reportedly moved closer to finding their new mascot. Though they haven't released any frontrunners, we do know we'll be sure not to offend anyone. So that means, and then these are all like, these are all like kind of little jokes. And the audience by this point is already going like, ho, 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 ho. So that means, you know, their early favorite was the Cleveland Spiders. But of course that would offend their fans who identify as insects. No one identifies as insects. Yeah, but it's a good joke in conservative secret uh, circles about how people identify. Uh, they thought about naming them the Guardians or the Avengers, but of course, those would glorify violence. And it means they also won't be called the Cleveland baseball team because the word ball might offend the transgenders. So after all that, it looks like they'll be named the Cleveland puppy dog rainbow flags. And then the I mean, laughter claps. Th- I mean, yeah, the the punches I get for for this voice for Huck's voice. I the punch works. 
So yeah. it's just a lot of setup, man. Uh, I know it's a runner, but they, they were there were like a lot of jokes though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, the more setup you have, the more jokes you could do. Yeah. All right, I have five more. Penny didn't like that one. That's what she's saying. I get uh, it. Yeah, l- rapid fire. Let's do these. Look, these are all in Huckabee's voice. I want you to know. So, yeah. like. Okay, the cast of Friends reunited last week for a special at HBO Max. Why are you shaking Love your head? Love this setup. Okay. Love the, no, I, I like this setup. This is great for Huck. The actors discussed their favorite moments from the show, shared some never-before-heard backstage stories, and reflected upon the ways they corroded the fabric of American society through their easy virtue and decrepit morality. Um, I'm really conflicted here. I want Huck to do more stuff on... Entertainment, just because I feel like conservatives engaging in entertainment makes them more normal. But, uh, yeah, just if, again, I, we're, I guess we're having, like, a difficult time communicating here. That didn't seem like a punchline at the end. Well, it, well when Huckabee says it, then you flip the side on. Just knocks it out of the park, yeah. Okay, uh, Cause, another cause one. Because it's true, because, like, you know, they all lived together before marriage. And, like, they did all sorts of nasty uh, stuff. Abe, I know, I know. Okay. All right, thousands of emails from, air quotes, Dr., Fauci nope, were released. He's a doctor. No, he's a doctor. We're released. Okay, well, Huck's going to do the air quotes. Yeah, I get it. So that's a joke right there. A joke within the setup. Dr. Fauci were yep. released to the public under the Freedom of Information Act. I guess he forgot to use the Hillary server, huh? What's the next one? Fauci's email suggests that masks were never effective, the coronavirus may have escaped from a lab, and he even at one point apologized to the Chinese Communist Party. Okay, so he lied and apologized for America? Well, that's what Obama calls Tuesday. Sure. So we're, we're at the last one? No, we have three more. Oh, my God. <laughs> Democrats in Texas walked out of the legislature this week in protest. Huh. I knew and then, to- Oh, and then, but that's going to get, like, clap. <clears throat> oh, sorry. I was in the wrong. Uh, I was doing weekend update there for a second. Sorry. Keep going. Democrats in Texas walked out of the legislature this week in protest. Yeah. Huh. I knew Democrats hated to work, but I never knew they hated it that much. Again, punchline's good. I don't like the point of view. <laughs> well, you know, you, 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 it's not your point of view, but it is right. Not. But I can. He's actually really game. cool. Huckabee's actually really cool. And, you know, you could tell if he if he doesn't like the joke, what he'll do is he'll make you write it out on hand, like on a piece yeah. of paper. And then uh, he, he sticks it down the back of his pants and he slides it between his crack. Abe, you got to stop working here. And that's how you know, OK, I could do a better job next time. It's constructive feedback. Th- give me the last two jokes. OK, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu was ousted as Prime Minister of Israel when asked for comment. Liberals said, no, 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 we never wanted the prime minister to be ousted. We wanted all of Israel to be ousted. Oh, my God. No, that's not true. Meanwhile, I support Israel. I support Israel. And I support Israel. Okay. Um, that one was all over the place for me. What do you mean all over the place? It was just, if you were saying I love Israel three times in a row, which felt almost like you were making fun of the Republican position on no, Israel? No, 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 I would never make fun of that. I think it's really cool when people define their personality based on how much they support Israel. So Huck just says, I love Israel three times at the end of that joke. Right. If you say, I love Israel three times, then the Zohad appears. Uh, yeah. 
And you don't mess with the Solon. Last one, please. Well, this is good. I'm not going to lie. This is my best joke by far. All right. Okay. United Airlines agreed to purchase 15 airplanes from Overture, a company that's planning to make supersonic commercial flight a reality again. Commercial flight a reality again. Supersonic commercial flight a reality again. Yeah. Though the planes will travel at supersonic speeds, they will still serve really bad food. <laughs> Abe? That's my favorite one of yours also. It's really good. Nice job, bud. I hope he does that one. I hope he does that that one on the show. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it um it doesn't uh it doesn't get people riled up enough, you know? It's not like an issue that's gonna really Yeah, but I mean, you know, it just seems like it'd be a nice palate cleanser, you know? Yeah, maybe. Well, Abe, I had a joy writing some jokes with you uh this week. Um Folks, we'll be back next week to talk about some politics. As always, hey, if you have your own <laughs> topical monologue jokes you want to send us, email us at 15 minutes with Lincoln at gmail.com. That's numerical 15 minutes with Lincoln at gmail.com. And as always, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Abe, um, any last thoughts? Easy virtue and decrepit morality. Folks, we'll see you next time on 15 Minutes with Lincoln.